0: G'day team, hope you're terrific. I don't know who it was, but somebody told me when I was younger it was a dude. I remember it was a dude. It was an old crusty dude. He was uh I think he was a business guy. It was one of my clients. And anyway, I should probably be clearer about this, but I don't really plan. I just know what I'm going to talk about and then I start. Anyway, I remember this old dude saying to me, Craig. And I said, Yes, old dude. And he said, Craig. Um, how well you can do life is largely dependent on, or something to this effect, is largely dependent on how well you can solve problems. And I said something like, go on, wise one. (laughs) It didn't exactly happen. But I remember him having this talk to me because I can't remember what, but I'd had a bit of a crisis, a a, a bit of a moment in the early stages of my fledgling business. And and he said to me he was a, i remember he was a business owner and he said my life has literally been you know among other things but it's been a series of problem solving of solving problems coming up with solutions finding fixes but also in the middle of all of the problem solving and um you know opportunity creation and uh, solution finding there are all of these lessons that are responsible for our you know our development from a point of view of insight and awareness and skill and competence and understanding and resilience and all of those things. So solving problems is part of life. I think about, for me, when I first started personal training, I knew that I was quite good at this thing that didn't yet exist, is that I I created, you know, it would have happened. Well, it existed. I shouldn't say that. It didn't really exist in a commercial sense in Australia in 1986 when I started, Set up my first centre in 1990, but I started PTing in gyms in 1986, which in three years will be 40 years. Fucky fuck, that's a long time. Anyway, I remember thinking, how do I so this thing that I can do where people will pay me to train them, and I put them through a workout, and I talk to them a bit about structure and process and food, and you know all the fundamentals of getting in shape and staying in shape. Bit of physiology, bit of psychology, bit of nutrition. A few stories, bit of laughter, bit of fun, bit of socialization, bit of connection, all that. How do I turn this into something bigger than me? How do I turn this into, and I can't really do it here because I'm in someone else's gym and we've got to wait for the bench press because Brian's on it. And uh, it's not really conducive to people who are paying back then maybe 40 bucks an hour or something, which seems fuck all now, but it was a lot then. Um, because it wasn't very very professional. It was a public gym and it was messy and periodically stinky. And it's like, I can't really build a gym here. And so that was in business. That was one of my first significant problems that I needed to solve or challenges that I needed to navigate in business. Before that, I guess one of the problems I needed to solve, which took a long time because let's be honest, I'm a slow learner. One of the problems I needed to solve was food (laughs) and my relationship with food and my out of controlness around food and my propensity to overeat or to eat bad food, and then to be amazing for two weeks and then terrible for two weeks, and then to be in the zone and training and eating like an Olympian, then they're out of the zone, like a lounge lizard eating his own body weight in, you know, pasties and pies and chocolate big M's, am not you are, and chip sandwiches and potato cake sandwiches, and <sighs> stop it, Harp, stop it. But that's what I did that's what I did. So for me, and it took me years to to figure out how to, how to best manage my mind and emotions and decision-making around food. And honestly, uh, hopefully you're a much, much quicker learner than me if you've got food issues or you don't always manage your choices and behaviors with food optimally like I didn't for a very long time. But I reckon it took me till I was about 35 years old. And that's kind of sad and pathetic maybe, but it that's just what it was, you know. Um, when I started podcasting, I needed to figure out how to make a podcast work because the first three didn't. I did three shows before I did the You Project, which is my other show. That was my fourth show, and Life Here that you're listening to is my fifth show. And so trying to figure out well, what's the science or what's the process or what's the mechanics or what will people listen to? What won't? And what's going to resonate with people? And and what do people need to hear slash want to hear? And and how long should the show be for? Even with even with this show right now, sometimes I look up and my my intention was to be eight to ten minutes. And I look up and and I haven't even like I feel like I'm halfway through and it's thirteen minutes. I'm like, I'm terrible at this. So trying to solve problems in real time about how to make and I don't know I know the other show the U project is doing great which is great and I'm very grateful um how this show will go how this will be received I don't know it might do really well it might not it might resonate with you and others it might not I maybe I'm getting something wrong you know I'm trying not to be overly strategic and overly commercial in my thinking because I want to just get on here and riff organically which I do but at the same time you know, this is a commercial thing that I do as well, where we have sponsors and where I'm partnered with Nova. And so all of that. And even navigating that. Um, more recently, you know, the last few years, it's trying to solve the PhD problem. How does the guy who's not an academic, how does the guy who's not an academic and has never really yes, I've done a degree, I did a degree before in exercise science and but and i did okay at that but it's not my natural habitat like university is not my natural habitat academia is not where i feel most at home i can do it i can do it but i'm not great at it i'm okay at it so then solving the problems of how do i focus on reading academic journal papers how do i do that how do i how do i stay focused and present how do i write academically how do i how do I run studies? How do I recruit subjects? How do I interpret the data? How do I do analytics? How do how do I what's a thesis? What's <laughs> so many things? But it's okay because in the middle of the in the middle of the problem solving and the learning and the decision making and the action taking, you know, I'm developing. It's a development opportunity, you know, or well, one of, my, I guess one of my ever-present challenges, we could say problems to solve. It's always been my genetics, my body. How do I take these not very good genetics? I'm very glad that I have this body, and I'm grateful. But at the same time, you know, I have a mum who's had cancer three times and a heart attack, and a dad who's had a heart attack, and they've both got, you know, uh, blood pressure issues. And so I didn't win the genetic lottery, that's for sure. So I've been trying to solve that problem in inverted commas since I was young, where it started out I was the fat kid and you know, and the unfit kid and the unathletic kid. And and so here I am 59 years of age and I have certain genetics that I need to optimize and maximize, but it's always something, not that I need to obsess about, but be aware of. I need to be aware of my sleep and aware of my food and aware of my hydration and aware of my exercise and my lifestyle and my energy expenditure so that I can keep solving this problem or I can keep optimizing what I have to work with, you know, um, I guess one of the other things that is an ever-present problem seems like a hard word, but a problem that I'm constantly solving or a challenge that I'm constantly unraveling is how do I share thoughts and ideas? How do I share science and psychology and human behavioral stuff, which can be super wordy and super complicated and super academic and super confusing depending on you know how we communicate these ideas and thoughts and messages and what language we use. Um, so one of my ever-present challenges is, how do I share what can be complicated concepts in a way which is not complicated? How do I share things that can be confusing in a way which is not confusing? And I like to tell stories. So one of the ways that I solve this problem of how do I talk about, for example, the complicated variables and the numerous variables around childhood obesity, well, I can start that conversation by talking about myself and sharing some of my story and my journey Um, my challenges around being a morbidly obese kid, the psychological and emotional and the physiological and the sociological issues that I navigated for a long time. And so that's the way, it's one of the ways that I solve problems or communication problems is by storytelling. So how well can you solve problems? How well can you deal with the hard stuff? Navigate it, acknowledge the problem, but don't lose yourself in the problem. We acknowledge the problem, but then we turn our attention to an answer, a potential solution. And as that old dude said to me, I wish I could remember his name. Sorry, old dude. I don't even know if he's alive. I hope he's alive. But as that old dude said to me a long time ago, how well you can do life is really got a lot to do with how well you can solve problems. Money problems, relationship problems, communication issues, career, self-regulation, the Craig problem. The biggest problem in my life is me. (laughs) I'm always trying to manage me. I'm a handful. All right, I'm going to take a break. Be back in a minute. All righty, so my question to you, probably not a surprising one, is this. What problem are you not solving currently that you need to solve? What's something that for you is an issue or a problem that needs to be dealt with? When are you going to step up to the plate? What are you going to do about it? All righty. Love your guts. See you next time.